In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dearly beloved children of God, and welcome to Tuesday in the twelfth week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 22nd day of June 2021. Together, let us call upon God that he may fill us with the presence of his Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dearly beloved children of God, the title of my homily today is Treat others as you would want them treat you. Treat others as you would want them treat you. The first reading of today is taken from the book of Genesis chapter 13, from verse 2, and then verse 5 to verse 18. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to, according to Matthew chapter 7, from verse 7, and then verse 12 to verse 14. Now in the gospel reading today, Jesus tells us simply that we should learn to treat others as we want them to treat us. He says, so whatever you wish that men would do to you, do so to them. Whatever you would wish that men would do to you, do so to them. Treat other people as you would want to be treated. Dear children of God, it is a world we live in today is a world characterized by selfishness. Many live their lives solely driven by pragmatic and utilitarian-based worldview and orientation. That which serves their interest is what matters. Anything that doesn't support their interest or bring about their desires and goals as is not important and shouldn't be given any attention or given any good treatment. And so they really don't care about the fate of others and what others go through in their ambition to get at their desired ends. It doesn't really matter for such a people whether people are denied what is their due, other people suffer under them simply as long as they are able to get what they wish to get. Dear children of God, today God tells us we must recognize others as our equals in God and we must treat them as we want them to treat us. My people have a saying that if you say that your, the head of your brother has enough flesh that you should knock all the time, touch your own head and see how much flesh it has got. In other words, if you feel that your head hasn't got much flesh and shouldn't be knocked at all, at all times, people shouldn't knock your head all the time, then do not knock the heads of your brothers and sisters always. This goes to stress the fact that we must learn to treat one another as we would want them to treat us. 
Jesus tells us in the gospel reading that we must realize that we do not give to dogs what is holy. We must be careful and then learn to judge correctly um, when we come to the use of material things. In the first reading today, Abraham was careful enough to know how to use material things. He recognized the fact that even though there was need to satisfy the care for his flock, his head of sheep, he was careful enough to recognize that the relationship he has, the tie he has with his nephew Lord was more important than all the economic value he derives from his flock. And so he made it clear to Lord his brother, there is no need to continue in conflict. Choose which direction to go and I will take the other. Choose left and I will go right. Choose right and I will go left. In other words, he prioritized the relationship he has with his nephew over and above the gain he makes from his flock. Lord chose, obviously, the region that appears more fertile and that which has a greener pasture because it is in the Jordan Valley watered by the river Jordan. But again, God once God is involved in a thing, he causes, he causes it to prosper. What brings about our prosperity, what brings about our joy, our fulfillment, our breakthrough, is not so much what we have, but whom we have. Lord has a better pasture. Abraham had God. That is why when he pitched his tent, he built an altar in gratitude to God and in worship of God. Recognizing the fact that he has, first of all, God, before considering the nature of the, the, the pasture he had. Lord, on the other hand, had a greener pasture, but he didn't recognize the presence of God. And so, choosing this area, he never knew in the future the fact that God was going to destroy the area he has chosen as a result of the wickedness of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Dear children of God, in the course of treating others as we want them to treat us and as, we want, as, we, as God wants us to treat them, we seek the face of God, we desire the company of God, we desire the presence of God, and we do everything to maintain the presence of God with us. Dear children of God, the handling of the case, the conflict between Lot and Abraham, the style chosen by Abraham, demonstrates the fact that we must learn to handle and uh, resolve our conflicts at the very early stage of our conflicts. Whether it is family related, whether it is conflict in our places of work, whether it is conflict among, uh, between two ethnic groups, amongst um, regions and all of that, if these conflicts are resolved early enough, it will not escalate to a very disastrous stage. Nigeria is a case study of all, of course. Globally also, every conflict must be resolved as soon as it is recognized that there is a tension, there is a rift between two individuals or two groups or nations or regions. 
Secondly, also, we must learn to care for the, for the earth. We must be careful in our use of the earth and the things of this world. We must be careful in our judgments. We must always place our fellow human beings over and above every material thing. Because the drive and the quest for material things have led to a very disastrous conflict amongst people, amongst siblings, amongst families, among communities and all of that. Go and check most of the rifts. Most of the conflicts people suffer in marriages, in communities, in nations, and among nations are often informed by the quest of one material thing or the other. We must learn to avoid this. Because the material things of this world, most often, when they are pursued after a no to the detriment of the presence of God in our lives, leads us away from God and hinders us in assessing the kingdom of God. Little wonder then in the gospel reading today, Jesus encourages us to go through the narrow gate and enter into heaven, that the road is wide that leads to destruction and condemnation, and many are those who move on that road. But those who are on the road to salvation, which is very narrow, are very few. They are very few because they are not able to cut off the excess luggage they carry. Dear children of God, we must check ourselves and weigh the luggage we carry in life. The luggage of unforgiveness, the luggage of envy, the luggage of anger, the luggage of pride, the luggage of greed, the luggage of selfishness, the luggage of obsession. You know, many are obsessed by with the material possession of material things. We must check that we don't allow the possessions of this world become heavy luggage on us that we cannot pass through the narrow gate. We must trim down ourselves. We must pull, cut down our ego. We must cut down our pride. We must drop unnecessary material things we pursue that has kept us in conflict with others, that has kept us, you know, treating others the wrong way, that has blurred our sense of judgment, no longer knowing the right value system to operate with. We must drop all of these and then become light enough, become simple enough to go through the narrow gate and see the face of God. Because all is vanity. If we have everything of this world, every material thing we desire and we miss the presence of God. Like Abraham, we must constantly, always, wherever we may be, in all things, in everything we do, raise an altar to God and have his presence with us so that accompanying, accompanied by, by his presence we may be enabled to journey through the narrow gate to seeing him face to face in his kingdom at the end of time through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.